living in a world gone geek. It's time to geek hard or go home. The podcast is real. Here's your host, Grounded Geek. That's right. It is uh, time for the podcast is real. Hello and welcome. This is the official podcast of World Gone Geek, which is a pop culture entertainment group of enthusiasts seeking to chat, play, and do some community good to change the world for the better. That's all we're trying to do. Trying to make a, a true World Gone Geek. Tonight's show is all about the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is very exciting. We're, it just amazingly filled out over 20 plus films and an epic finale. Just got to be the most coordinated and immense episodic tor- storytelling attempt pretty much up to this point on the big screen ever attempted, right? Uh, and now they're amping up for phase four, which includes the small screen a lot more than it did the last time. Uh, and hopefully we're going to get more of the same. And tonight we have a special guest on the show who will be talking about this with us, Mr. Tom Tennant, joining us from MarvelCinematicUniversity.com as we dig through the TV series, the upcoming film slate, and even speculate and theorize about what is to come. So you don't want to miss that. Please, please stick around. Before we do that, however, I must introduce my intrepid co-hosts, my geek comrades in arms, and that's not weapons, but actual arms of the metallic robotic tentacular type. Uh, here's Utah and Aaliyah. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi, welcome. Yeah, it's good to see you, Aaliyah. Greetings. What are you playing? I couldn't make it. I couldn't quite make it I out. I was trying to play the World Gone Geek intro. <laughs> oh, I so, nope. That was it. Was somewhat. It was like right. It was very recognizable. But I, I'm thinking it's a more well, it's, famous song, and I'm trying to connect it to something bigger than oh, just no, our. See, when you said song. MCU, I thought we were talking about my Marvel Cool Uke, and so yeah. But You're right. It doesn't sound as good as the other one. <laughs> it's it's a horrible ukulele, but it's a really cool uke. It's it's it is. it's it's for the looks, not for the sound. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is something I'll hang up on the wall. Yeah. And, and for those of you who are wondering what that looks like, uh, we are live on YouTube and Facebook and Twitch right now, which is a new tradition. We're trying to broadcast on all. We're trying to take over all forms of media. So we've got three of them now. We've got a few more to hit. I think we got to get what Instagram live Periscope. Uh, what else? Is Periscope what else? still a thing? TikTok, I think TikTok. so. Um, uh, yeah, we, we're, we're trying to take over all media. Um, that's the idea. How, how else can we turn, uh, make sure that the world turns geek uh, without uh, reaching? What's that? <laughs> I said only fans. <laughs> no, that won't well, be happening. Maybe we might, leave, what, we listen, might leave that one. No, the thing is, is that I saw like because on Hulu they keep you know sending me these uh, uh, ads, you know, and I saw the only fans. I thought it. I you know saw the, know the inappropriate version of in, right. fans, but no. I apparently do people are actually fans. using it to communicate with fans. Like, it, but it's, it's got a reputation right. for the it's other because that's the majority right. of it. But I th- but on there it says that if you're a creator, you know, like content creator, mm-hmm. blogger, mm-hmm. you know, or chef, things of that nature, you know, this is like an area for you. Yeah. We'll probably avoid the connotation and just stay where we are, which is very, you know, very much the same thing, except Um, uh, sort of. Actually, you know what? I just opened. uh, It's funny. I'm glad you mentioned that, Utah, because um, I I haven't really been taking good care of the Patreon site, mainly because you're the only patron uh, right now, Utah. But um, the the reason um, is just, well, I figure, you know, you understand. It's kind of like, you know, I I, I don't clean up the house when you come over to visit. Right. Because it's it's just you. It's just Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh, when we uh, we did open a buy me a coffee, uh, buymeacoffee.com slash world gone geek. So if you go there, you can also just throw like uh, five bucks towards uh, uh, we changed it to buy me a pizza, which five bucks would not buy any of us actually a pizza, maybe a slice, maybe or a two. personal pan. What? Yeah, yeah. And little Caesars. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But that, oh, yes. I, I could eat one of those by myself. So you would yeah, have to get dang. we need another five dollars for Utah and Aaliyah to have one because uh, <laughs> you guys oh, were share. Split. Oh, I heard that. It was no, yeah. it was it was an insult at my aimed at myself because I will eat the whole pizza. That was the I joke. could easily eat a whole pizza. That was a self-deprecating joke. It was not any oh, kind okay. of an in, implication of, of anything like that. Um, but yeah, check that out. Um, in fact, um, uh, I'll talk about it a little bit more at the end of the show. But if you go to buymeacoffee.com and you donate uh, a little bit to help us with the shows, um, uh, we're, I'm, I'm sending folks uh, vinyl stickers. So we've got these stickers. I know a sticker is not, you know, $5, but again, it's to help us keep the lights on and and you can support us by sporting this sticker on your on your notebook, uh, oh, your, so your trapper cool. keeper can at school. We can, see, we can see your face through it. <laughs> or on your lunchbox. I know because there's part of the green. Oh, that's kind of weird. I'm going to see if I can get my eyeball in there. <laughs> oh, no. Really Sorry, neat. again, sight gags on a podcast don't work. So this works on YouTube, but not on the podcast. But anyway, I've got yeah. these stickers. They're our new logo. Um, I'd love to send you one. Make sure you, you uh, put your uh, at your Twitter in there when you support us and we will uh, um, I will DM you. So you have to be following us on Twitter. Or I won't be able to DM you uh, and we'll we'll get one of these to you because we want people to have them. And it's awesome. So uh, before we get started, uh, we do want to break the ice a little bit. Um, this is what I'm asking you guys to talk about this week. So um, really, I just want to know, and we've done this on the show before, So, but time has passed. And uh, I want to know what you guys are binging. What are you binging right now? What is your current binge? Can, I'm going to say binge a couple more times. So please tell us what you're binging. <laughs> Are you, you're binging the word binge? Is that what you're Yes, binging? I'm binging uh, saying the word binge. So Utah, go ahead. What are you, uh, what's your, what's your current binge? The the last show you're, you're watching multiple episodes of in a row. Uh, well, okay. So I guess, uh, I guess the Sam and Bucky power hour doesn't really count because it's, it's, it's weekly. weekly. It's not, it's hard to binge that, I guess. It's hard yeah. to binge that, right? Um, yeah. So I can't say that I'm watching anything else regular. Well, I am catching up on Lovecraft Country because I never finished the first season. There you go. So there's how are you enjoying on, that on HBO Max? I love it. I can't it's wait. It's pretty amazing. Uh, it's it's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fantastic. Um, and I don't know if they've already signed up for season two or not, but I haven't heard. I haven't heard either. But the the first season so far, I think I'm, I've got one more episode to finish up the season. But, but it, it, it's been fantastic. I mean, between the historical aspects of it and then you throw in a little bit of uh, X-Files in there and the cast is brilliant. It's really it's really one of my favorite shows. Uh, and awesome. I hope, I, hope, I hope a season two comes up. Yeah, me too. Aaliyah, what are you watching? Dark. It's on Netflix. Dark, dark. yeah. Isn't it like oh, a yeah. weird time travel thing going on too, or yes. some strange, strange shenanigans? Yes. Yeah, so it is. Shenanigans. Yes, definitely some time shenanigans. Um, it is a sci-fi drama esque. Um, there's three seasons. I'm only on like episode five. They're like 45 minutes, maybe an hour each. Um, which every time I say that now, I'm thinking I've spent five hours of my day <laughs> <laughs> watching these episodes. But it's fine because although like uh, 
my my friend that I'm currently living with, she could sit through and just watch them, right? And I'm because of the suspense, I do not like scary movies. I uh. can just withstand suspenseful movies. But I'm sitting there, you know, like this with my hand over my over my eyes, barely peeking. Um, But it's a fantastic show. Fantastic. Um, But you have to make sure that you're paying attention It's one of those things where if you look away for a second, you can miss something. So it is. Oh, so that's a struggle for you then. (laughs) If you're like, like, (laughs) if you're watching it like this, you're going to miss a lot of things. Well, because you know that there's like obviously those scenes where some you could hear the suspenseful music and you know that something is about to happen. happen. And so that's when I'm just you know peeking through my eyeballs, but. Also, you guys know about the, the the horror that my father has put me through as a child. So I, <laughs> I have always to, scaring you and yeah. you coming with weird masks. Yeah. Yeah. So don't so, let on that, that you're watching this or he'll find a way to sneak it into your uh, his next prank. Right. Oh, well, she's, sure. you're not at home. So you don't really have to worry about it. <laughs> well, yeah. Right now you don't have to. Well, you know, I don't know. He's if well, he's, if he's really he's, gonna, if he's really persistent about pranking right. her. Uh, he may, you could drive he may over there. Yeah. Yep. Well, True. you know, the actual the part of that is, is I would not put that past him. And because of where my friend <laughs> lives, yeah. it is in a more foresty area. And granted, oh, no. dark oh, in, how perfect. It's uh, in Germany uh, uh, and where they're located. It, there is a lot of forest area. So I feel as though my dad would definitely make that happen. Um, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So Elias, dad, if you're yeah. listening. <laughs> If you need an accomplice. <laughs> oh, you touch his job here. Yeah, so I, you're right about that show being one you have to pay attention to. I actually tried that. Um, I, I, I binge a ton of shows, right? So I watch a lot of stuff kind of in the background. I'm currently going through the, uh, I've mentioned this before. This is not the show I'm talking about binging, but uh, all the dark shadows, there's over 1200 oh, episodes yeah. of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in about the middle. I'm in the 600 somewhere. And those oh, I wow. just leave on in the background when I'm working and editing and doing things because, you know, you don't have to pay as close attention. attention. It's a yeah. soap opera. So they repeat what just happened like seven times throughout the episode. <laughs> They're very, very on the nose with everything. Um, so yeah, but that dark, I tried to watch one like that. I know I was like, what? No, I have to, no, you have to watch it. So plus, isn't it subtitled? I think, um, so it is because they speak German. Yeah. And so I like subtitles. Yeah, so it you, doesn't you, me. No, no, but you can't casually watch a movie that's subtitled, right? You, right, right. The screen. Right, you can't <laughs> just listen to it. Unless yeah. German is your language, you're stuck. Uh-huh. Um, so my Mark binge, yes, <laughs> that, that's about as far as it goes for me. Um, <laughs> So, and I still don't know what that means. It's just, I know it's a, uh, a Volkswagen, Volkswagen commercial. Thing, right? yeah. Oh, um, I said hello. <laughs> uh, is it Farfrick Nugent? I have no idea. No, no I think it means no, go no. fast or something. Who knows? No, that means like fun driving or something. Something, like who knows? Yeah. Um, so my current binge actually is the new show. Um, you can find it on Peacock uh, or um, probably on Sci-Fi if you have it on demand. And that's Resident Alien with Alan oh, Tudyk. Oh, Alan Tudyk. And my gosh, is this show fun. It is so silly and so fun, but uh, also kind of serious at times. And uh, it gives me the, it gives me vibes. Now it's not like, exactly like this show, but it gives me those Eureka vibes. You guys remember that show, Eureka? Mm-hmm. That was a great show It's too. like, it was just this quirky fun, but it also had kind of like this serious sci-fi undertone going on with it as well. Uh, this show, I mean, you already know Alan Tudyk is going to be funny. And um, yeah, absolutely. he plays an actual alien who has come, a crash lands on earth 
and then tries to fit in. And you think, okay, well, it's just going to be like a Mork and Mindy type of situation, except his mission is to actually destroy the earth. And I'm not, that's not a spoiler. Like it's, they tell you pretty much right off the bat, that's what he's here to do. And, um, and so (laughs) it's like, it's funny to see him trying to like, uh, you know, um, acclimate into, or or what's the word I'm looking for? Right. Because assimilate into like human society. Um, and, uh, he looks human to everybody. Yes. He's taken on the form of Alan Tubit, Tudyk. Um, but then there are certain people who have a genetic disposition to be able to see him as he truly is. Like there's a little boy who can see him. It's really funny. It's really silly. It's also, uh, kind of irreverent. It's pretty, it's like, it, it's the whole gamut. Me and my wife, uh, love watching it. We're cracking up laughing, uh, at the, at the, the humor. It is really funny. Uh, great show. And it just finished like the season finale. So you can probably find all of them on Peacock now. Um, but all I, we, we started on Peacock, but they weren't releasing them as fast as sci-fi was. So sci-fi ended up where we watched the rest of them. So check those out. Um, you can find probably, well, I imagine if you have sci-fi in your cable, you might be able to find it on demand. Uh, um, you know what I mean? Uh, right. otherwise it's on the Peacock network if you have that. So gotcha. Peacock is the streaming. Um, I was mentioning the sci-fi because not everybody has Peacock. Um, but right. you may, right. you may have sci-fi as part of your cable program and you can either pick up the reruns or pick up the on demand, uh, and watch it. So that's awesome. That's my binge. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. So all that said, uh, that's our little brief kind of banter. We got through the the beginning here, Um, but we really want to get into the MCU. We want to talk about all the stuff that's going on. Uh, The other you mentioned it as you'd love to binge it, but we can't because it's coming out weekly. The Sam and Bucky Power Hour, as we affectionately Mm. refer to it, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is awesome. Such a great episode. Uh, The last episode was. We're going to dive into that shortly, but I'm going to bring on our guest. We're going to welcome to the show uh, from Marvel Cinematic University.com and Midwest Movermaker.com. I think he can correct me. No, he nodded. Uh, it's Tom Tennant. Tom, welcome Hi. to the show. Hey, gang. Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me. We're gl- grateful that you're here. You're just back from vacation. Yeah. And you're I, all well rested. And, oh, sure. and, oh, awesome. And ready to talk, <laughs> sure. talk yeah. all things Marvel. In fact, you probably <laughs> spent most of the vacation thinking about Marvel. Uh, yeah, a good portion of it. I could imagine. Yeah, you had all this free <laughs> time. The, yeah, lay out on the beach. Where did you go? Contemplate. We went to uh, North Topsail Island in North Carolina. Ooh, so if you're lovely. not, yeah, it is. Uh, it's undiscovered. So if you are into just going someplace where there's like nothing to do except be on the beach and be with your family, it's perfect and not expensive. So well, very cool. The restaurants are, but oh, it, but we stayed in the. Has to be something. That's right. right. <laughs> the uh, but we stayed in a VRBO for like 150 oh, bucks cool. a night, and it was a two bedroom condo, two floor. It was really nice. So nice. I would Good recommend for you. that. Yeah. All right. Well, as I mentioned, our our kind of early banter is uh, over, but I do want to ask, what are you binging, Tom? Let's go ahead and ask you the same icebreaker question. You know, I was trying to think of this when you asked, and I'm not really binging anything. I like got to the point uh, with COVID and everything where I like got burnt out on binging. Mm. So I've been catching like little bits of things, but you were talking about Resident Alien. Number one. Whoa. Sorry about that. That's okay. (laughs) I I just watched, we just watched the uh, premiere episode. So we're getting into that. So I think I'll be binging that. And it is just so underrated. He's really, really good. Super fun. Yeah, that's a great one. You're going to enjoy that. Yeah. 
and there's stuff coming so, out. There's that, there's that, uh, sorry, I interrupted, but, uh, on Netflix that, um, the irregulars, have you seen? Previous yes. Yes. That looks yes. Good. I wanted yeah, to that start that good. as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just bombarding us with shows I want to watch. It's just, yeah. it's killing me. This is for a guy who just loves and like kind of obsesses over binging and like seeing them as soon as possible. And then having a family that's like, yeah, we'd like to watch that, but doesn't, isn't ready to watch it as often as I am. It's stressful. Uh, so no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, the irregulars looks amazing. Uh, HBO is premiering the nevers tonight yeah, at nine o'clock. The nevers. That's like really some, uh, almost like the the one that was on Amazon prime with Cara Delevingne. Um, I can't keep up with the, with the fairies. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a, yeah, yeah, almost yeah. like Carn- a steampunk. No, yeah. no. What was that called? It, yeah. I forget what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But anyway, this seems like the same kind of thing steampunk world with magic a little harry potterish type world um but a little for more for adults perhaps and so yeah it, it's uh that looks interesting and it's like please what give a little break and let me just enjoy what you've already put out and then and then there's them on amazon prime oh, right yes. now yes i heard i heard that's been I, I heard that was fantastic i have seen wow. multiple trailers and, and i got a clip on facebook today that just made me like oh my gosh this show is mm-hmm. so unnerving and i like yes. those kind of shows so yeah, looking yeah, forward yeah, to yeah, that yeah, yeah. i Aaliyah, can't keep up i'm Aaliyah like them sounds like it's perfect <laughs> for you yeah <laughs> i i want to watch it i also started watching static shock like the original yeah. one I, yeah. oh, you know, I also started it. watching Invincible and that that's yes. good so far. Thank you. Another one. I'm and two, I'm two, I'm two episodes. I'm in, I'm on episode two now and it, it, so far it's been great. No, I'm, I, I'm up to speed on that one. I went ahead and watched the rest of it. I also Binge wanted that. to watch uh, Shit's Creek because I keep seeing these memes. Oh, and you I need, you need to watch, you need yeah, to watch that watch show because that. that show is amazing. Oh man, so, it's really so we could do a whole show about which shows we're gonna. Obviously, <laughs> what started as an icebreaker question is now going to be the topic it's of our bled. next show. Right. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> not true. Actually, we're going to be doing a different topic in a, in a couple weeks. But um, tonight's topic, this week in geek, we are all talking about Marvel. So Marvel, uh, you know. We, DC had their time with Snyder Cut. They got some attention. We're done talking about that. We're moving on to Marvel. And uh, there's lots of cool stuff. So for number one, we are going to be talking about television. So Marvel Cinematic Universe includes both film and television, which is has is awesome. It has for some time, but never have they really. Mel- no, they, they're both there, but they've never really <laughs> melded together the way they're hoping to do it now. Uh, you know, like on Jessica Jones and and. And the other shows, they'll mention things that happened in the films. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was almost for a while crossed over and then just went. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. But yeah. But now in television, they're actually making shows with the characters from the movies, uh, these limited series, which we just finished off the brilliant WandaVision. And now we're in the middle of uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier um, or the Sam Bucky Power Hour. We are going to make that a thing. Hashtag. Hashtag. So, yeah, Um, and this is the time to throw out, by the way, if you haven't seen WandaVision, if you haven't seen uh, Falcon, the Winter Soldier, um, we can't say if you haven't seen Loki that hasn't come out yet. So we we can't spoil the things that that haven't come out yet, but those are out already and and we are going to talk about them. So I'm going to warn you right now, just go ahead and and shut it down um, because we are going to talk some things that may be spoilers. Spoiler alert. All right. So let's start off though with WandaVision because it was the very first of these new, this new phase of television shows 
shows and was kind of a way to introduce us to this new format of telling stories uh, in the MCU. So uh, let's start with with you, Tom. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your impressions of WandaVision. Uh, well, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I know we had talked online. It, it, for me, it started a little slow, like those first two episodes. Yeah, we argued for that. quite some time yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, I was trying slow. to convince you. No, it's <laughs> not slow. Well, I, but that, that thought that was also a very common thing you saw. I know. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 There were the two it, camps. Yeah. And, and I was in the, it was slow, but I get it. You know, sure, and, sure. and it was almost like an editing, right? Like, oh, I just would have edited that kind of stuff. But it, beyond that, like once it kind of hit episode three and four, um, it really took off. And I and I think you can't. The one thing Marvel does really well, uh, which I'm sure we'll touch on throughout the hour, is it just tells really good uh, character stories where mm. you know they go kind of. They don't go really, they go big in terms of action, but they like to delve into uh, real issues. And, uh, and I just think, you know, tackling Wanda's grief uh, in that, in the way that they did, it was just impressive and fun and just, you know, simple and easy and kind of a way that, you know, folks who have gone through that or are going through that, those stages could really relate, you know? Um, and it just kind of broadened her character a lot. It left her in a place where we're not quite sure how good or evil she may be probably in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just, I thought it was great. I, yeah. I could use more white vision, but, uh, but yeah, that was it. That was <laughs> kind of a fun. Be, yeah. He'll be, he'll be turning up before long. He's got, oh, I'm sure somewhere. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Have you guys watched the Disney plus, uh, assembled TV show yet? It's a, uh, it's a new show that they've put out that will be a making of each of these shows basically. Yeah. So they've already released yeah. the WandaVision one. And, uh, did it's you see amazing the- what they did? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you would never have known that, uh, you know, Paul Bettany was just in just blue face makeup with his ears out. If you watch the show, yeah, like they didn't they didn't bother putting doing that whole Balakava thing from the movies. They didn't have to. They did it all CG. Just so much stuff that looked mm-hmm. seamless. It, mm-hmm. it was so it I was really cool never. to see the behind. It. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you've never known. You have never known. That nope. which, which makes me uh, appreciate the acting involved too. Because can, can you imagine acting next to Paul Bettany, who's got a bald cap and is blue faced <laughs> yeah. with flesh colored ears, and <laughs> you, you, you got to you know, and she's got, got to, to look act. lovingly into his face right. and kiss right. him. Right, exactly. I mean, scenes. you know, that that just elevates the act. It's like, what more. is happening? Why do you look like a Smurf with dots all over you? Right, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty amazing. And, you know, I guess if they tried to put some sort of, you know, headpiece on there, it would it would crinkle and move when he moved his head or he would have to keep it still like uh, like the, you know, Michael Keaton Batman like or Michael something. Keaton and Batman. And that Same wouldn't time. look natural. But yet, you know, when he moves, like it, it, it looks like his actual, it, you know, it it's was, incredible how well, it it, how really well amazing. they pulled it off. And then the other thing I didn't realize too is that, you know, if you take a look at the, the color palette that they use for the black and white episodes, mm-hmm. they are not what you expected. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Vision's, Vision is, is kind of purplish red maroon, but that didn't play in the black and white screen. So mm-hmm. they, he had to use blue to make it yeah. look. I mean, these are things that you apparently, just apparently yeah. they used blue lipstick back in the days to make your lips right. look red, more red. Right. Wow. Like, th- these things yeah. you just have no idea the, the, the effort involved. It's, it's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, so 
obviously much was revealed in that, which we will talk about the implications of it in, the, in our in our third section when we start to speculate about what what this means for the future. But at the end, obviously, she's uh, if you watched both Aaliyah, did you go back and watch the second? Did you uh, watch the final post? post <laughs> did you watch the post post credit scene? No, you still I haven't didn't. seen it. I still okay. have yet. You can feel free to <laughs> spoil. It's perfectly fine. She I've saw the, she saw the post credits and thought it was over. There's another post credits. There and when post post credits she didn't find that out until we were discussing it on the show so um yeah that um you know she's in the cabin she's trying to find her boys apparently her boys are out there somehow somewhere and she's got the the dark hold uh, the book and uh, you know the uh necronomicon and uh, <laughs> um always, she's trying i was really hoping i was hoping <laughs> Katu, Verata, yeah, that's, that's, she's like doing the, the whole cross, thing that's the crossover i want so badly yeah, yes no. right <laughs> oh my god um, i need to see this yeah, no, and she's trying to, yeah. So it, it teases obviously that something's going to happen. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that in a, in a later section, but um, the implications are there that this show is going to uh, impact the films. Like, that's what I love about what they're doing here. Like everything that's happening, it it's, it's like, okay, this is great. This is, you know, on its own, like this was a cool show. Like if you were just done, like I enjoyed this, this was, this was a cool show. Um, but now they're going to take this and impact the films and can they stand alone on their own as a show and then also impact the films where we're going to see, uh, as we go forward. I think this one does for sure. Um, but oh, let's talk about, let's talk about, uh, Sam and Bucky power hour, because, uh, I think, uh, I've been dying to talk about this week's episode <laughs> with folks because Holy cow. Um, what, yeah. what an episode, the way it started. Yeah. The first five, 10 minutes of it was so affecting. Mm. And I just want to point out, I mean, Sebastian Stan is acting the crap. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. That first scene. Yeah. I mean, that first five minutes of him and Wakanda and them, you know, making sure that his hydro programming is gone. That was incredible. Really well that done. Was so affecting and impactful. And then the last five minutes was also mm. incredibly oh, impactful and again and Wyatt Russell is also acting the crap out of this character like mm -hmm. I truly I really really believe that he is a jerk in the biggest way and the the character not the actor the character. I'm sure, no, no, I'm no, sure no, Wyatt character. Russell because we'd love Wyatt, to have Wyatt we'd love to have you on the show sometime Wyatt, we do Wyatt, not think you're a jerk I just want to clarify wait, 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 wait. wonderful human being but he is acting so well <laughs> no he's doing amazing yeah. a, a horrible thing, person Go no, ahead, Leah. It's, it's incredible. The thing yeah, is, Aaliyah's <laughs> just fired up. Here she goes. I did. I got excited because you guys, you watched The Boys. I know you did. And do you mm -hmm. remember when, um, uh, I can't remember the character, but they basically told Bucky that, um, or not Bucky, Billy, that the boy, the young boy was his canary, right? And that's yes. exactly what I thought about Huey when is, Huey is a canary, right? Huey, Huey is Billy's canary. Yep. But at this point with the new Captain America. Yeah, you're right. Um, what I, I'm forgetting all these names. You're right. When 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 Lamar slash Battlestars, Caskins. Yes. When he was he was Walker's canary. He was Walker's canary. And the yeah. thing is, is that being obviously being the new captain america that is i can't imagine that weight that you have to carry right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're sitting here and sure. you're trying to fill all of these shoes and can't do it you can't there is no way and so for him he was expecting probably in his mind to be either hated 
because he knew he knew what was going to happen. Right. He had different ideas going on through it through his mind was that either he was going to be hated or people there was a chance that people could accept him. And I'm sure he was thinking he was wanting the latter. Right. He wanted people to do. Um, he wanted people to, res- you know, respect him. Sorry. Sure, give me yeah. One second, guys. Sorry. Yeah, I think <laughs> that uh, that I think you're right. And and so, can someone uh, explain what uh, or Aaliyah, go ahead and explain what the canary uh, reference? A- allegory reference means for, so, for those who don't watch the boys, because there are probably a lot of people who watch the MCU and will never watch the boys because they're very different. They're very, oh, very until very this different. episode, this episode well, had this shades yes. of the boys in it. it I mean, did. really, it did. really did. Yeah, John um, but yeah, explain the canary reference. Why is he a canary? Very, very much a Homelander's reference. Um, and to me, I believe that the canary is like, um, it's someone that keeps you grounded. Someone that it's almost like, um, it's like they see you through your good, your bad, and they they accept you. They keep you at bay, you know? Yeah. Um, like a moral compass. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Definitely that moral compass. So... Yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna. I was gonna back you up with like it's like your the id ego and super ego, right? So, right. and I forget which is which now, but it's kind of your id, right? Like it's is your id the the, the yeah, it's well, maybe it's the ego that keeps everything else in check. It all has to be balanced. So mm-hmm. he plays that to your point. He plays that role too of like, and I guess he did in the comics too. And I don't remember back in the day, but but that Battlestar character did the same for the comics, yes. John Walker too. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I remember that um, corollary. And the whole thing about the canary comes from that whole canary in the coal mine thing where miners in the old coal mines would bring canary with them and... Well, this is actually kind of sad and unfortunate now that I think about it in my mind. <laughs> but they would bring a canary down to the mines with them. And as soon as a canary fainted or died, they knew they, the miners had to get out because mm-hmm. oxygen levels were getting low and everything else. So that's where yeah. the whole canary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but comes to from. my point, you know, yes. Walker is definitely a jerk. He is not the nicest person, but he had huge shoes to fill. No, he's not. He's not. He had huge shoes to fill. Superman 2 taught me that. (laughs) You know, so it's hard. I mean, like, I don't think that, you know, after a while, he's battling. He he is battling things within himself. He's battling things with probably the government because we saw how they were with, you know, Steve. He's battling things with the the entire the world, right? So it's mm-hmm. not just it's not just himself. So oh yeah, that yeah. you know having his canary was kind of like you know mm-hmm. someone that kept him at peace, someone that kept that balance for him. And then with him gone, mm-hmm. well, well, we saw how uh, Homelander did. So. Yeah. Well, and it's funny. People have been making the comparisons in the images of Cap when he lost Bucky versus when uh, Walker lost Battlestar. And it's mm. two different personalities very, very reacting to different two very different ways. Well, and right. the parallels between the end of Civil War and right. the end of this holding episode, up holding up the shield mm-hmm. and Captain America choosing to to disarm Despair. him and put it aside. Yeah. And instead, yeah, I just, and that that final frame with the, yeah. the blood on the shield yeah. is just, 
it was just like, whoa. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, the composition and direction of this episode was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, all the callbacks to, you know, from Walker smashing through the door with a gun behind a shield, just like from the first Captain America movie with mm-hmm. him in the, um, oh, why don't I remember? Howling, howling Commandos. The Howling Commandos behind yep. him, right? Um, him jumping out the window, that that you've seen that in Captain America. Yeah. Yeah, and again, but, the shield over the head, everything. It was, was very so symbolic of how much of a, of a poser he is. Do you know what I mean? How very different he is. But it's like, it's like he's the fact that he did all of the same actions, I think are the kind of the filmmakers way of showing he's just an, he's a pale imitation of Captain America. Yeah. He's doing these actions, but then, but then look at who he is. And it's like, it's doesn't matter as much what you do is, is who you are. And and Dr. Erskine said that at the very beginning, right? Yep. That the serum, makes you know just amplifies what's already there yeah. so good becomes great and bad becomes evil and yeah. you now you see in actuality tangible evidence of, of what's going on yeah it's pretty yeah. it's pretty amazing young lady now, down in the front i know i keep i keep like i don't know i get excited i guess but um I forgot my point because you guys are talking about, talking about something else. So. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, Sorry. it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'll do you guys, do you guys, yeah. Do you guys see them playing a lot uh, with Walker uh, as sort of the soldier who comes home with PTSD mm-hmm. and is trying to assimilate but can assimilate and just doesn't have the support that he needs and then and then he breaks. Like, uh, yeah, that and that makes perfect sense considering when we are, we were introduced to Sam. In yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, in, in Winter Soldier, well, he, that's he was counseling. He even ex- soldiers, he right? explains that as the reason he should go into Carly. Right? And it, at the right. same time, you're like Sam. This guy needs you. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like it's Sam not Carly that really needs you. Sam's disgust with him holding that shield is blinding him blinding from the fact from, that this guy yeah. needs his help. Yeah. Um, so there's all there's so much conflict going on that's just kind of under it's the crazy. under. Yeah, it's very layered. It's it's so very well cool. written and very mm-hmm. nuanced. It's really well done yeah one of the, one of the things um i do want to mention though is uh, the guy that he smashes with the shield literally just moments before talked worked. about how captain america was was, was kind of you know an he idol of his yeah. yeah holy cow when you how think tragic, like, right i didn't in the moment i was i was just so caught up in it and think about it and then afterwards it hit me Oh my gosh. Like as he's, he's looking up at a man wearing the costume and carrying the shield shield. of his hero and is about to, I mean, whoa, how much more like weight does that scene carry when you think of it that way? Oh yeah. Did he take the serum? Which one? Oh yeah. yeah. They don't show. Oh yeah. 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 They don't show it, but he must have. That was when we knew that he took it. Yep. Yeah. And then we yeah. were sort of the, the audience or that the character he was fighting was sort of the audience in that point, which I like. I liked a lot where he was just like, oh, sh-, you know, because like, we all realize like, oh, crap, you know, he's and then Sam, taking the serum. And Sam was like, what yeah. did you do? Yeah. And Sam yeah. knew instantly. Yep. Yeah, yep. it's great. So let, so the the show overall, though, um, let's just kind of like focus in on that because I want to just focus in on on that final episode. Um, but uh, or the 
most recent episode, not the final episode. Yeah, how come there's two more, man? They can't uh, end like this. And I, and I don't <laughs> want to spend the whole show talking about this, but I'm um, just... Uh, and my uh, the overall opinion, I do want to share this is a friend of mine posted this on Facebook, which I found absolutely fascinating uh, um, way to look at the show is if you notice um, they dealt with they're dealing with lots of different things like we, we're seeing Sam's life. We're seeing post um, uh, post blip things we're seeing, uh, which which, you know, the world is in this weird state where. Uh, everybody disappears. So everybody's got to come together. And, and I gave an example on to a friend on Facebook yesterday. Uh, imagine that like everybody in your neighborhood kind of disappeared except for you. And a few years later, everything's settling down. A bunch of homeless people who had no homes before have now found homes. They're living in your neighborhood and you guys are now building a new community. And then everybody comes back. What do you, what do you do? Yeah. That's, and that's, that's where Carly's group is coming from, right? They're the homeless yeah. folks who moved into those homes or came to those countries to help them rebuild. They were refugees before, or they were disenfranchised. And it's like now in the post blip, we have somewhere to go. They need us. So we're helping them rebuild. We have homes now. And then everybody comes back and the countries are like, Oh, our friends are back. You guys got to go now. And that's why they're so angry. So this is what's making that flag Sorry, smashers group. The, Siri always interrupts the show. Um, <laughs> she's always Siri, listening. Siri is your Richard. Come on, Siri. She sure is. Um, but yeah, I, I love that aspect of it because we're really starting to, that's a philosophical question that like people were asking after Endgame. It's like, yeah. okay, so yeah, this, this happens. And, but what happens? You know, like we're just supposed to like go back to normal and expect everything to be okay. And I'm so glad glad that Marvel is kind of addressing that. Yeah. Um, and the and one other, go ahead. Oh, so I was going to ask you guys what you thought about that. Yeah, no, I, I, that's the one thing that I think they're doing really well. And I hope that they can, they can, they can, and they don't have to, but they can end it is this whole series deals so well with marginalized people, right? Mm -hmm. From Sam and his sister to Bucky and his mental illness to Walker and his mental illness to uh, the flag smashers and their kind of refugee status. And it so delves into all of these different people that society just doesn't see or doesn't appreciate or doesn't realize what they give to the community themselves. Um, and it's just pointing all of that out really well. And I hope that they can kind of tie that together, although they don't need to because they don't have to solve that problem. Um, but to kind of bring it to light and, and push those characters off at the end of the series with that knowledge and kind of the knowledge of you know, we have to figure out how to do different and do better, which I think they start to hit with um, with Sam and Carly, right, where he says, I, I agree with your fight, but not how you're fighting it. Mm -hmm. I think that's where Sam will end. And, you know, I know we'll get into speculation, but I s speculate that he'll pick up the shield. Mm -hmm. um, but with that in mind. Right. And that kind of follows the comic his comic run too, as yeah, Captain America, yeah. where he's really focused on marginalized society and helping them. You know, there's a whole big border thing um, in that comic book run. Um, and I'm kind of hoping it ends that way. And I just kind of like how they're building to that too. It's, it's very cool and very pretty deep too. 
I also wanted to see what you guys thought about the this um, notion. A friend of mine posted uh, when this first kind of got started. Um, I'll give him a shout out, John Dusenberry. There you go. So uh, this is who initially posted this. And I don't know if I don't know if he read it somewhere else or, or whatever. Um, so there may, he may have to give credit to someone else. But um, that's where I first kind of was turned on to this idea. Um, but what we um, what we see in these first few episodes where we see Sam um, and Bucky encountering the police in that neighborhood in Baltimore. And we, yeah. And then we see the um, Isaiah, who was the African-American uh, super soldier. Um, and we see Sam kind of struggling with those things. And he brought up something that I didn't even think about. But when at the end of Endgame, when Cap goes back and relives the regular life he was supposed to live and becomes 90 years old like he's supposed to be, he lived through the civil rights movement. He lived through Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and all of all of that. He saw all that happen. In fact, he had to stand by and watch it happen, right? Even yeah. though there's things he probably could have done, but but you know, you can't mess with the timeline, but he saw all that happen. And when, when it was finally time and you know, when all, every, all the heroes had returned to pass on the shield, he chose Sam, he chose an African-American to carry that hope, that torch forward, uh, as kind of an interesting thing that hadn't even occurred to me because Bucky was his best friend, but he also knew Bucky was a little in the head at the time. So he wasn't quite ready for that or, anyway, even, even Bucky, even Bucky, but even Bucky yeah. saw even that, Bucky right? Knew. Yeah. Both of those guys had lived for hundreds of years. Now, Bucky was obviously on ice a few years here in between here and there and stuff like that. Um, but he I mean, they you know, what I mean, like they know what happened. But Cap actually had to live through it and see it firsthand. And and he's he's like, this is the tour. I'm ready to pass the torch and I'm going to have to do it. It's going to be Sam. And I just thought that was really a fascinating look at that. Did you guys do you feel like that is something that the show is trying to to and, and then and, and then that puts even more weight on Sam. Sam turning it down. You know what I mean? Not realizing his responsibility, right? That it's like, no, you don't understand. You're not just carrying this for, for Steve because he asked you to, you know what I mean? You're carrying this for the country, for the world and for uh, boys and girls that look like you and all of these other things. You know what I mean? Like Sam, this is so important. And I'm hoping that if, based on those episodes, focusing on his, his background and, you know, his experiences as a, as a black man, I feel like, I hope the show kind of uses that to form who he is as Captain America. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like mixed. I like that too. I always took it as, and the, in the comic book run had already occurred. I like the idea of, of, uh, of Steve Rogers, just seeing Sam as his counterpart, as mm -hmm. you're as pure as I am in terms of how Absolutely. you see other people, how you treat other people, how you are as a human being. Um, so it, it's important for you to carry sure. shield. And, but I like what you're saying, Jeff, too. I, I like, and I think Bucky carries that through the show. I think that's what Bucky's trying to tell him is like, mm -hmm. dude, mm -hmm. Steve saw you as him, you know, mm -hmm. no, talking about there is no other Steve Rogers, but you are Steve Rogers. You are the other Steve Rogers. Um, but I do hope he kind of picks that picks up the shield, sees himself as, you know, as pure and honorable as, as Steve was, but also then carries that with the kind of flag smasher idea of we're all one people, we're all one world, and I'm going to focus my captain, you know, uh, role that way too. So that's yeah. where I'm hoping that goes. But I think that, that it's really important to point out, like, um, <clears throat> when... Sam goes back home 
you know, he has it in his mind that he's automatically going to be able to help his sister because of his role within society. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't worry. You know, exactly. Oh, don't worry. You know, they know who I am, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm going to be able to help you. I'm going to be able to fix this. And then it was kind of like that smack in the face of like, you know, oh, I know who you are. Can I get a picture? Yeah. Yeah. Can I get a picture with you? But we're not going to help you. And and then, you know, he he has that run in with the cop and, you know, it's it it is very much um, reality. Right. Mm -hmm. In 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 a sense. Um, But I definitely agree with you guys. I think that. If Sam was to, to, you know, actually, I'll save this for the for the speculation part. I forgot that we were going to do that. No, it's okay. No, finish it here with the show. Definitely say it now. Okay. Um, well, I was going to say that if he decides to take up that mantle, I hope that he does um, exactly like you guys were saying. See what Steve saw within him, because everyone, mm-hmm. obviously, one of the things that. Um, a lot of people saw within Steve was that moral compass that we keep kind of talking about. Seems like a very underlying theme here. Um, he had that rather it was agreed by none or agreed by all. And he obviously saw something in Sam and I, as hard as it was for him, I'm sure to give it up. And he probably, like he said, thought that he was doing the right thing. Um, I hope that he really does take on that mantle because I want to see that. Yeah. So let's, I'm going to just go down the list of all the other series that are coming out because this is, there's a lot and we're not going to obviously be able to talk about each and every one of them, but I'm going to go through the list of all the rest of these. Well, they haven't and then, happened yet. Well, <laughs> what's that? They haven't happened yet. So we can't really I talk know. about them. Well, no, we can talk about like, there's, a lot, there's a lot of things to talk about though. Sure, sure, um, sure. But uh, we're going to, uh, I'm just going to kind of list them off, give a few brief little facts. And then I'm going to ask each of you, which one of these you're most anticipating. Okay. So this is from the TV series. So obviously up next after, uh, Buck, Sam and Bucky is Loki that, uh, just dropped a trailer this week. So be sure to check that out. Um, that looks amazing. It's got Owen Wilson, uh, which is kind of fun. And Tom Hiddleston does a great Owen Wilson impression. So I'm hoping that that happens. <laughs> I, I want that to show. happen. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, after that, after that is the animated series called what if, which is based on some of my oh, favorite Marvel I'm, comics, I'm the really, what if really comics really where they say, what if blank happened or this was a thing. My favorite one was what if the Punisher's family hadn't been killed? That's a really good one. So seek that That's out. But one. they basically asked the question, you know, what if, you know, something uh, major uncle Ben didn't. became Spider-Man, you know, <laughs> right, just, right. just oh, all right. these weird different ideas. And so that's coming. It's animated. Like um, uh, sort of, sort of. Yeah. But this is, sorta. this is just like uh one-off issues of like, what if this happened? Not, you know, it's not true multiverse exploration really necessarily. Right. Just, just um, hypothetically speaking, is it's like, happen, well, what if yeah. this happened, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, so, so they could, I mean, if it got popular enough, uh, an idea, it could definitely branch off into the multiverse, but, uh, Ms. Marvel is coming, which, uh, That's looks cool. amazing. Um, Hawkeye, it's kind of on the bubble there. It's getting like, it's, supposed to come out but i think didn't jeremy renner get some some yeah. mild cancellation rumors or something people are trying yeah. to cancel him well i mean there's, oh. there's still there's for some things filming 
So. Yeah. So I think it's coming out. I think, uh, I don't know what's going on with that, but it seems to be a little bit of a troubled thing. Hawkeye, uh, it looks like it'll be right. This one, um, Moon Knight with Oscar uh, Isaac, which, hello, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> she Hulk with Tatiana Maslani. Again, hello. So and, excited. And I hope Renee, she plays multiple She Hulks with different right, accents. Like Black. And different, oh my gosh, no. It'll be, it'll be Orphan Green. I, yes, exactly. I love her. She is phenomenal on yeah, that show, absolutely. Orphan Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannot wait to see this. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which is going to be a television special. Um, how how awesome <laughs> is it that they're even doing this? Obviously, James Gunn is producing that and writing it and directing it. Obviously, he and Disney have kissed and made up and, and it sure, all is yeah. forgiven. And uh, they're three is, you know, I know, but yeah, it's not he's but, not just coming back for volume three like he's right. doing other things. It's like True. he's not just like fulfilling that obligation and then kicking it back over to DC for the rest of his career. He's, right. st he's sticking with him for a little bit. So that's good. Um, uh, uh, secret invasion, which is, uh, yeah. includes right. the, the scroll we already met, um, played by Brett Mendelssohn. Am I saying his name? Ben. Mendelssohn. Uh, yeah. ben, ben, Ben Mendelssohn. I knew it was Mendelssohn. Uh, ben and, and Samuel L. Jackson, obvious, obviously in that, which again, I can't believe that's, this is for television. Like what? This is going to be a limited series. It's got these guys in it. Um, Ironheart, I'm so looking forward to as well. Yeah. That is going to be awesome. Uh, that already has cast somebody as Riri Williams. So yep. it's definitely in the works. Armor Wars, which is uh, mm. Don Cheadle, will be in as War Machine, getting to finally headline as War Machine, which would be kind of fun. Um, I'm assuming Riri will show up in that. I mean, if it's around the same time or they're filming, sense. like it wouldn't make sense that he's doing armor iron things without her being in there somehow. I feel I do hope uh, I'm curious. To see That's speculation, follow. but yeah, right, if they, I'm curious to see if they're going to follow uh, the comic book series yeah. armor wars yeah. or if it's yeah. going to be slightly off, but yeah, I'm excited for that too. And then supposedly in development is an untitled Wakanda series that Ryan Coogler is going to produce uh, something more like a drama series that takes place in Wakanda. So if that should be a series that follows Adora Milaje. I'm there. Yeah. Right. Yes, Especially just again, kidding. after this last episode, just, 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 just give me a series where it's all about. <laughs> when, Adora Milaje. If he did that, if he did that first run, uh, the Ta-Nehisi coats, if I'm saying. Yes. Yes. With, with the, where they, um, and I can't remember the characters' names, but I, I thought I, I, I can't say their name. I can't say her name. I, AO? IO? IO? Yeah. I think, I think it's where they break off from the Dora Milaje and uh, kind of form, I forget what they're called, the something angels or whatever. Which mm. is oh, right. The kind cool. of like a Could secret be service sort of, yeah. Yeah, it's, that was super cool, Ron. So <laughs> when Walker puts his hand on his shoulder, oh my gosh. That's one of the best. <laughs> it was I had like, no idea. Yeah. It was that, like, whole, that, that fight scene. That, that was so great. Trailer to it was was. You're phenomenal. just like, oh yeah. boy, no, you uh, don't know what you just not, did. And I have to tell you, like one of the, the probably the best line in the whole series so far where it was what is the jurisdiction of the Dora Milaje is wherever the Dora Milaje are find yeah. themselves. Yeah, was happy to find that. It was so great. Good. That was line, the best great line. line. The best. And then right. they were just Bucky and Sam were looking at each other like, should we like, do something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just should do something. Let him take and, his and, and, and Bucky's like, he needs to take his lips. Great, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That was so funny. Um, all right. So, and, and, which again, goes back to the fact that Sam should be helping that guy. Like he should, like, this is just, this yeah. is just building more anger in this guy. And, and again, he couldn't predict he was going to get the serum, but obviously uh, that happened. So anyway, um, so of those shows we just mentioned, we'll start with you, Aliyah. What are you most excited for? Oh God, that was such a long list. I'm There's just, a lot I, of them. I forgot <laughs> half of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the first one because that was the very first one that I could remember uh, and say Loki. Yeah, it does look good. I am most excited for that. And then if you guys comment on anything else that I <laughs> could not remember. <laughs> yeah. No, Loki Utah. does look good. Well, I mean, so it's tough for me because they all... Being a Marvel kid growing up, I mean, well, Jeff, you know, it was always make mine Marvel for mm-hmm. for all of my childhood, just because, as we've discussed before, the Marvel characters were just so much more relatable to me. And so all, seeing all these things from my childhood that I was a big fan of kind of pop up into live action, big budget um, television series is just so mind boggling to me. And then just. Oh, it's so cool. Um, I like I like Loki coming out because it, it introduces the uh, time variance authority. And I think the TVA um, is, is an interesting little facet of the Marvel Universe that I don't think a lot of people know about. And I think this will be a great introduction into that kind of um, that 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 kind of thing where there is somebody watching everything and making sure that the timeline is correct or okay. Mm. Um, and then of course that goes into bringing in the multiverse and everything else with Dr. Mm-hmm. Strange too and everything. So which one are you most looking forward to? Is it Loki? I gotta say, so, so now that, now that <laughs> I've said that, now that I've said that, what, what if is the one that this I'm is really your way of getting to talk about two of them. And you're only supposed to pick yeah. one that you, that you're it, most it, looking Ali- forward to. Aaliyah said I could jump. <laughs> That's yeah, I jump said, hey, I know. there's anything because so, I, I but, remembered but, about but, Moon Knight and I am very but in all honesty what if is the one I'm looking forward to most um mm. because the what if one-off issues were so great and it's so cool to take like you said take something a huge event in the Marvel universe and just change it flip it not even to the exact opposite but change it and then let's see this is what happened uh and so I love that that kind of hypothetical idea and the fact that it's an animated series I think is cool I think that's a neat choice the mm. fact that they brought all the actors to voice their characters in the animated cool. series yeah, is yeah. astounding. You don't get to see that that often. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm really excited to see that. It's going to, you know, it's just my thing. So the rest of it looks great, but what if is the real one I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. yeah. So. What about you, Tom? Um, I, the, I'm with everyone else. It's hard to pick one. And of course, with Loki's trailer, that's, you know, I'm vibing pretty, for that. Pretty yeah. Awesome, yeah. But I, I'm going to go with, uh, I think I'm going to go with Hawkeye only oh, because yeah, I, I love the, uh, and now I can't think of Matt Fraction's run and that they're kind of basing uh, the series on that run is very exciting because it was so good. And I, and I'm a huge Kate Bishop fan. I love that they brought in Haley Steinfeld to play I think her. She's perfect casting. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just to kind of, you know, I like Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, but maybe to kind of retire him a little bit and have uh, Kate kind of come forward is, is pretty exciting. She's a really she's a great character. And, and so I'm looking forward to that. I hope it I hope it turns out, you know, Pizza Dog is in there. Um, <laughs> uh, Tracksuit Mafia is in there. So it, it, it's looking pretty good. So, yeah. yeah and I'm for that. great setup to the new Avengers. I think yeah, perhaps probably. Yeah. probably. 
So I'm I am kind of split between two, but I'm going to center on one. My the the ones I'm split on are Moon Knight. Uh, I, I'm very excited. Oscar Isaac. I just think he's amazing. So I can't wait to see that. But I think I'm really more anticipating uh, She Hulk. I'm not even joking. Mm. Um, this uh, I, again, I just think. Tatiana Maslany is like the coolest and I just love Orphan Black. Uh, that was a show that I just adored. Um, it will probably annoy me that she is only one character in it, but uh, <laughs> I'm very excited uh, to see. She's like, kind of two characters. Come on. That's true. That's true. But I'm, I'm very <laughs> curious how they're going to like portray. Like, I'm really curious how this is going to how this is going to be. Is she going to be green all the time? Is she a green lawyer? Like, are they going to, how are they? Yeah. I'm really curious how they are uh, approaching this as a show. Um, And then more importantly, how are they going to then tie it to the other uh, uh, properties out there? Bruce. Yeah. Will we see Bruce Banner? Will we see that, that kind of stuff? So yeah, very excited to see um, that connection uh, as well. So she, did you see the latest casting news about that? Renee Elise Goldsberry is going to be cast as a character in that. Oh, yeah, really. So Sky, uh, Skylar's sister is going to that be is very exciting. Hopefully she'll sing. Um, <laughs> um, I, let me throw out, though, too. I would I would pay to see She-Hulk the musical with, <laughs> with uh, She-Hulk will be Peggy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and She-Hulk. <laughs> and She-Hulk. <laughs> um, I, let me throw out, though, since we're in the TV section, that I think it's important to start looking for hidden scrolls since we're heading yeah. towards secret oh, invasion. Good point. Right. Good point. Who, yeah. Who in the, who in each series Could might be. not be who they say they are. Right. Cool. Well, let's think about that and let's, let's see if you, have any, if you have any theories here on the third section, but we can't get to the third section until we do number two. All right. So we're going to do a similar thing with the films here. I'm going to go down a list of everything that's coming out and uh, we will touch on a couple of them uh, uh, in, in a little bit more detail. But then um, just kind of what are you most looking forward to? But obviously the the one that's probably the highest anticipated one right now is the one that's been delayed <laughs> for so long. <laughs> um, and that's Black Widow, right? It's, it was supposed yeah. to come out last year supposed, and, and it was supposed to start the phase four. Yeah, it sure was. COVID-19. Um, had other plans and uh, Disney is just really just like digging their feet and trying not to release this until it could come into theaters. They just really, really didn't want to do it. Um, and now it's, it's happening. It's coming out. It's going to be on Disney plus is one of the premier access. Um, I believe it's also going to be in theaters, right? Yep. They're doing Correct. both. Yep. Um, so they're following kind of the HBO max, uh, you know, uh, strategy there, um, which uh, so far, extra. So, yeah, so far is working, working out. Yeah, exactly. So far, <laughs> so far seems to be working out for HBO Max. It seems to uh, people are still seeing some of these movies in the theaters, hey, which is I great. Like Godzilla v. Kong. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Black Widow is the first one. Again, I'm going to go through these and then we'll, we'll backtrack a little bit. So Black Widow coming out uh, July 9th. That's that's not that far away. It's it's very soon. Um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Very, very excited for that. Uh, it's coming out right before my birthday. So I have birthday to me um eternals they thought they thought we need to put a movie out so that jeff can go to a movie on his birthday because it's been a while right and so we're gonna have to have we have to have a marvel movie in september so he can do that 
Um, Eternals <laughs> is coming out in November. <laughs> it's coming out the week of extra, weekend of Extra Life and of That's Neo right. Comic Con. Yes. So I don't know oh. what we're going to, or Akron Comic Con is the same Akron. weekend. So I don't yeah. know what we're going to do, guys. We got to figure that out. Um, but Eternals is coming out then. Spider-Man No Way Home is uh, due right around, right before Christmas. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, moving into 2022, directed by Sam Raimi, which is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Um, uh, Thor Love and Thunder, Taika Waititi is back in charge of at uh, the helm of a Thor movie, which, uh, you know, let's face it, <laughs> which, you know, his, the one he did was obviously the, the best one. Everybody loved it the most. Um, oh, yeah. And so he needed to do another one. And uh, that's coming out in May of next year. Black Panther 2, July of next year. I mean, next next year is huge. Like 2022 the, is going to be jam-packed. Captain Marvel 2 is coming out in November. Um, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Quantumania. That one does not have a release date yet, but they think it's going to be in 2022. And I'm like, where? My gosh, there's so many. How are you going to fit that in? Um, And then, of course, you've got Guardians of the Galaxy and Fantastic Four that were announced, but not uh, given dates because probably Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be 2023 and uh, Fantastic Four maybe in 2023. Blade. Blade is going to be a movie or a show? Why is it not on my list? Um, it's going to wow. be a limited series, I think. Right? I Let's thought see. it was going. I thought it was going to be a movie, but it was. I just realized not, it's not on my list. It's probably not on a lot of lists, just because other than that announcement at San Diego Comic Con, right? And that her show and the casting, Michelin, right? There's not been um, much there, news. There hasn't been any talk about it. So yeah, um, that's. Pro- I think that's why it's not here. I was um, under the assumption that it was going to be a, a movie, uh, but you know, based on the quality of the casting and the budgets for these Disney Plus shows, who knows, e- right? It could very easily yeah. be a Disney. Plus show. I mean, fingers fingers crossed for Wesley Snipes as uh, he needs a cameo. Um, oh, would he be Whistler? I want him. I want him to be Whistler. How cool would that be? How cool <laughs> would that be? That, that would be cool. He would make a that, good Whistler. That would be cool, but that would almost be too distracting. I think. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Hersha Ali is pretty, pretty, uh, just like, just, he's he's very intense. Yes. Very much takes over the, the screen. He, he was absolutely one of the best parts of Luke Cage season one. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Stole every scene that he's in. He's just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So Blade definitely deserves to be on the list, but uh, yeah, it's not on here because we don't know when it's coming out or we don't have any announcements whatsoever to make for it. So, uh, but. Uh, of all of these, that might be the one I'm most excited for. <laughs> I'll just give away. Spoiler alert. I spoiler am alert. very excited for that movie. I love the Wesley Snipes Blade movies up to the third one. I'm not crazy about that, but well, I love I mean, those movies. I thought they're so much fun. I mean, and that really the first comic book. They're, that's the basically the comic book movie. Yeah, that was the that was the main reason that we have an MCU. We can thank uh, Wesley yeah. Snipes' Blade for that because uh, the success of those movies made people realize made them realize, okay, you know, this could be oh. this could be a thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, let's start with Black Widow. What do we know about it, Tom? Uh, we know that this takes place, and correct me, I'm going out of, off of memory between Civil War and Infinity War. Yeah, uh, well, for for a very good reason. Yes, uh, and I think it's <laughs> okay. We can very, spoil. Yeah. We can spoil Endgame and Infinity War now because Black Widow's still alive. Black Widow, right? 
so she is on the run and she heads back to Mother Russia. Uh, presumably, uh, I'm going to guess, to hide out to begin with and then falls into some kind of uh, uh, adventure with with, uh, t- with trouble with her uh, family, who apparently are all Black Widows, except for her father. Except, except for Father Guardian. Yes. <laughs> Who's going to be one of all of our favorite characters for the rest oh, of time, instantly. right? Just well, they, the, his the backstory... In Stranger Things shows us how he got to Russia, exactly. right? Sheriff there Hopper. you go. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's all the same universe. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make that happen. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then they face off against Taskmaster, and but he's kind yeah. of the henchman for uh, the main bad guy, and I can't think of his name. It's a Russian. Uh, Batty, I'm going to have to look it up. Um, no, but I that, remember, that's, but right. yeah, that's kind of the, that's kind of a thrust. Um, and I think we'll uh, deal with a lot of family issues really um, mm-hmm. more than anything else. And, um, and kind of, you know, your family is what you make it issues, right? Cause these aren't her true, true although family. yeah, well, her true, maybe her sister, biological. Right? that would be right. Not biological. Right. Maybe one of them is from the last trailer, but I'm not sure, but I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they're all within the agency, so to speak. Right. So yeah. yeah, And a lot of cool, crazy aerial stuff. I think we're going to see. That's been in, that's been in since the very first trailer. That's it. Aerial, the aerial stuff. (laughs) So the aerial stuff, (laughs) but it'll be fun to see uh, Taskmaster. Who's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Uh, You know, Uh, um, which we, who we haven't seen yet or have we, Well, yeah, right. Well, exactly. I mean, because no. I, I, I have uh, there's some theories going around that one of the characters we've seen in the trailer actually is the Taskmaster. I don't know if you've heard uh, that. Yeah. We can get oh, into speculation well, like when yeah. we get that. Uh, um, but yeah, that that we've already seen who the Taskmaster is. It turns out to be somebody we know. So or somebody she knows. Possibly, yeah. Um, yeah. So that could be interesting. Mm. I'm excited. Who's excited for that one? Oh yeah, I've been waiting for <laughs> I've been waiting for Black Widow since they announced it, and yeah. every time they said, "Oh, we're pushing it back," we're pushing. I'm just I was just I was just pulling my hair out, going, "Oh, it's like." And I think the most frustrating part was it was done. Yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't yeah. like they still had production to do. The movie yeah. was done, but they just kept on delaying it. And like, you have it in the can, so to speak. Just just give it to us. Come on, <laughs> please. It's it's more? a testament. To Disney's security, that right. that didn't get leaked onto the right. uh, onto the torrent sites or something somehow in the That's in the point. yeah a year and a half pretty much yeah. or more yeah. it's, for oh, nearly two I mean, years. And then can so, you imagine being the cast having to keep uh, keep all the spoilers in <laughs> for, oh, for yeah. this long? I mean, <laughs> over a oh, year. Yeah. We know that. Uh, what's his? What's the Spider Man? Oh, Tom Holland? Yes, Tom that, Holland. He would not be able to keep that secret, would he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he knows anything. Him, they don't tell him anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not even about his but, own movies. Not even about I, his own movie, exactly. Yeah. He doesn't even you, know he's playing Spider-Man. That's right. <laughs> still, still doesn't know. He still doesn't know. Uh, he, yeah. he still thinks he's playing Peter Parker. That's right. <laughs> 
But and I know you'll get into this, Jeff. But just the Eternals too. That we've just seen nothing. Like it, they just went. Right. They just went dark on the Eternals once once COVID hits, and we should have had a trailer. We should have had yeah probably something. two trailers. Well, it would have been out by now, but you know, a trailer or two. Well, and well, we saw it, Kumal Nanjani's ripped. Uh, right. well, okay, so that that's a special effect. <laughs> Instagram <itself>. picture. <laughs> I mean, that's a special effect in itself. The fact that he transformed himself like that is it's crazy. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Um, but I think also the <laughs> when the rest of us during COVID are, <laughs> are doing the opposite, right? He's coming yeah, out somehow. looking like an Adonis. He's like, what? Yeah, is my my special my VFX team went the other way, and I'm, yeah. I, still have to, I still have to talk to them about that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but I think also the Eternals. Part of it is it's just that I, I think it's going to be such a visual effects heavy film because mm-hmm. we're talking about you know we're talking about Titans here. We're talking about. Yep you know, beings that predate everything. Right. And so I don't think we're going to see a lot of these actors faces because they're all going to be very much CGI'd up like Thanos um, and his, his, his gang. Um, But I'm excited to see it um, based on just the casting alone and the director. Um, So it's just another one of those. It reminds me of guardians, right? Where it's, you know, where you can say like, is this really going to play? It's like, yeah, yeah see this. Sure. Although now we know everyone's going to see it, but it's that same similar vibe of like, just not what you would expect to come out. Well, of Marvel. You know what it, it yeah. it's, it, it, it makes me nervous that uh, it might have, um, what are the, uh, the inhumans vibe. Right. And that, that show that they attempted briefly oh, was and was just okay. so bad. Um, and so for some reason, when you bring up the Eternals, that's, that comes to my mind. And I'm like, please, not something like that. Because, the, again, Inhumans is a very kind of otherworldly, very, you know, and they and the problem with it is that they made it too worldly. Like they, it was like they they did. Yeah, it was bad. They, it was bit, so off bad. More than, they bit off more than their budget. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, this one, it's going to be interesting to see. And do we know what run or what this is going to be based on at all? I think it's the, 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 it's probably a little bit of a mix, but it's the, uh, this, the newer run. And I, I forget who yeah, wrote it's it. Not the I original. Know John Ramada Jr. drew it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to look up who wrote it, but, but it has a very similar where, where the, uh, the Eternals kind of don't know, a few of them don't know that they're Eternals and they kind of right. wake up to it because of the deviants who are there, if you don't know, are kind of their arch nemesis, right? So, yep. And very old school comic book style. The Eternals were, you know, beautiful people and the Deviants were ugly people, basically mutants, Mm. uh, but not in the Marvel sense mutants, but, you know, mutant mutants. Mutated. Mutated. Um, And I I think based on on experiments by the, um, oh, shoot, now I can't think of their names. The Titans you were talking about, Utah, the, the big... The big Kirby beasts, the the uh, celestials, oh. the celestials. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is all crazy. This is all crazy Kirby it's, mythology. It, that, it's out there. You know, it's yeah. very, very. Yeah. It's, yeah. And how are they going to tie any of this to the MCU? I mean, it'll yeah. be interesting. Probably not at all. It may just be like a kind of out there thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wonder. Do you see. think? Do you think they would? Do you think they would touch upon uh, Thanos at all? Because they could, because he's a, he was the Mad Titan, right? Yeah, yeah. they could. I, I could see them because they they are you know eternal. They could 
touch on i think a lot of it's supposed to cover ancient kind of marvel history so we kind of see how superheroes became came to be in a little bit or some of the power Ooh, that came to be would this be a way for them to bring mutants in potentially maybe or at least hint towards that right. i think it's an it would be an odd choice to do that because yeah you know, how many people are gonna kind of kind of get in and dig on that the eternal yeah but it's true but we'll see so Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. How cool that's is right. this? That, that, that's cool. the one. That's, that's, that's yeah, the one I really want to see that one. Yeah, so super I agree. Because that. That, that was the one comic book where I saw myself. Yeah. Sure. Where I actually like looked through the pages and, and like, that guy looks like me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is going through some of the same things that, you know, I, I go through with as a technically first generation, but really second generation immigrant. Um, and so when they announced that I was super excited um, yeah. and it, it was so funny because, you know, I followed Simu Liu um, before he was announced on Twitter. And when Black Panther came out, he tweeted to Marvel saying, hey, so uh, when are we going to talk about Shang-Chi? <laughs> and then to only a little over a year later, get the call three days before San Diego Comic-Con from Kevin Feige to say, hey, um, so we want you to be Shang-Chi. <laughs> and can, right? you, uh, can you come to San Diego uh, in about three days? <laughs> That's pretty so, crazy. So yeah. it was, it's just freaking amazing. Um, and so, yeah, I'm super, super excited. And of course, I, I and not only because of, of, of my own history with, with the comic, but uh, to actually see the real Mandarin after we've been faked out by Ben <laughs> right. Kingsley. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So. Well, I love and, that. I love, just, I'm just real quick. I love that, that that's was a happening, fun twist. right? Because that, that, was was a, twist. that was a twist, but then people were really mad. And, and I, I might be mad too, if that was really like, that was it. Like we're not yeah. actually ever going right. to see, that really was. We're going to touch upon that The again. fake Mandarin was the, the Mandarin. Yeah, like Mandarin. that was right. what they thought. Um, so thank, thank Thankfully, they're fixing that. That's that's one of the things I love about this too. Hashtag the real Mandarin. Yes. <laughs> Restore the it. Mandarin cut. No. Right. What, <laughs> Restore what, the Mandarin. What's great about that for me is uh, I only knew I only learned of if I'm going to say is if I'm remembering his name, Simu Lee. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, from uh, from oh shoot, Kim, Kim's uh, Kim convenience. convenience. Yeah. Started watching that, and I'm like, oh, he's really funny. And then to learn like he's like. Uh, you know, a crazy black belt, like martial yeah. artist yep. on yep. top of that. And then start to see some of the videos that he's posted where he's like, you know, choreographing fights with it's friends. So cool. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, he's perfect. Like yep. he's got kind of the humor and the youth and the, like everything that character kind of imbues too. So that, that should be very cool. Utah, are you reading the new, have you read any of the new run? No, I haven't yet. No, it's uh, pretty good. I've read a couple issues. Is it? Yeah. I'm going to have to pick that up next time I go. Yeah. That's That's a good character. What about you, Aaliyah? Which one of those, uh, if you need me to read them all again, I will. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually. Which movie are you looking forward to the most? Um, I am honestly looking forward to Doctor Strange the most mm-hmm. um, even though it probably isn't coming out until 2022 right and then I am yeah. also looking forward to Morbius you didn't mention that one but I am looking forward oh, right those are well yeah, it's technically, technically not the Sony. MCU because Sony yeah. is uh, Sony is producing that but yeah, yeah right. Right. yes Morbius which, is coming yeah. which we did just find out uh, that all of, that Sony is now 
in an agreement with Netflix, all of their movies are going right to Netflix. The so the, nice. the next Spider Verse movie, uh, the Morbius, and uh, there's another, yeah, Venom Two. Those are all going to go to Netflix uh, after they hit theaters and whatnot. Awesome. So I did not know. So they have a little bit of a home now, uh, and we'll see how long that lasts until Sony makes their own Sony Plus. Sony Plus. Sony Plus. Because <laughs> everybody, hey, I everybody's doing it. It's super. <laughs> it's super smart though, right? For for one for these companies to team up with somebody that's already doing it yeah. instead of making Election, their own. Yeah. I think that's yeah. just genius. Um, and so someone teams up with, with Netflix, Hulu technically is already Disney, um, but FX is, you know, kind of in there and they're doing all that stuff. So I think it's smart um, rather than trying to do another one. We don't need yet another thing to subscribe to. My wife is like, no more. No more. Um, yeah, it's getting to the point where all these, all the streaming services add up to what you would have paid for cable anyway, right? Yeah. And then yeah. you pay for cable on top of it if you're done. Yeah, like and then, yeah, yeah then, you know. <laughs> So, so yeah, Dr. Strange, uh, 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 that is going to be great. I mean, I can't, that's going to be very exciting. I love the fact that they're taking a more of a horror tactic with it. Mm -hmm. And Sam Raimi being Sam the director Raimi. of that is just, that's making me very excited. Oh, yeah. Bruce um, Campbell. Yeah. yeah already, Bruce, you know, Bruce Campbell is in it. Yeah. He already um, teased it. He teased it a little bit. Yep. Yeah. That'll be cool. Well, he teased it as Ash showing up in the movie. <laughs> Did you that, see that piece of that the story that he shared? That was, a, yeah. that was a great April Fool's joke on Bruce Campbell's part. Yeah. But I want that to happen so very much. Oh, gosh. Much if that could be an end credit scene. It was such Come a on. perfect scene, right? Come Doctor on. Strange kind of shows up in this multiverse. Ash opens the cabin door. He's like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. how great would that be? But uh, yeah, we also got to wonder if Sam Raimi's going to try to, I mean, if he's dealing with the multiverse, are we going to see Tobey Maguire? You know, so, right. I know we're <laughs> moving into speculation. Right? We may as well. Right. I mean, here's the thing. Let's just do it. Let's do this. Hold let's on. Let me make we're sure talking I about hit the, the right future. Number, number yeah. three. So I'm just going to go ahead and mix these last two because we are coming up on time. I want to make sure we have enough time to kind of speculate. And we've already kind of snuck some speculation into each yeah. of these. Um, but seriously, uh, you know, all of these movies that are coming out uh, are very exciting. Um, but let's. Yeah. How do we connect all of these? Because I think that's what we're all dying to kind of talk about, right? Um, you know, this, the multiverse one is is the one, first of all, there's already rumors that um, well, the No Way too. Home is going to yeah. already have some multiverse stuff going mm -hmm. on. Right. Um, and they seem to be very, very confirmed rumors, but not any well, sightings of actual costumes right. or well, it's so right. interesting right because we know not any confirmations but do we very know, very do, solid rumors so it's do very we know hard for sure do we know for sure that um uh, electro and doc ock are in it we do know, I think so know yeah yes yeah there, there, it's confirmed that that alpha melina so it's not confirmed that toby or andrew are, have been cast Correct. those are just rumors yeah, but we know for sure. Okay, so yeah. Hmm. And then and then even if they are uh well, I mean, but those rumors are pretty even the rumors of those two seem to be pretty solid rumors. Those but again, nobody's seen oh, them in a yeah. so they could just be making a cameo um or they could be maybe they're showing up there and we're going to see shades of that in Sam Raimi's movie like they're they're somehow merging these movies together. Like is what Toby is McGuire, happening? They're just going to have a shot of Toby McGuire strutting down the sidewalk. Like in that's right. Man 3, dancing. Right. Yeah. Dancing right. to BG. Just the dancing. Yeah. I will, I will not be happy 
until one of the movies has all three of them in costume pointing at each other. That's it. You're the spider. Right? You're the imposter. No, yeah. you're the imposter. Yeah, yeah, no, you're yeah. the imposter. You. I want that yeah. so, so bad. I can like, please. That, that yeah. would be, that'd be that amazing. Happen. Well, you know, there's going to yeah. be a meme about that anyway. So, right. Sure. Um, so yeah, Dr. Strange really has a, has a chance to be really make some significant, uh, changes or movements in the entire phase four, right? Because anytime you start messing with the multiverse, you're going to affect everything that's going on. And we already, right, right, exactly. We already know WandaVision is tied into it. Um, So what is that going to mean? And Tom, I know you have some really heavy duty, like theories around some of this stuff. Yeah. I I could go for hours. I don't know where I I will very quickly give you a, a, a very 500 million well, you know, foot. Go they ahead. Can, I was just going to say, tell yeah. them where your website was because they can go there yeah. and see your uh, you've you've like meticulous. I, 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 I'm I surprised to just see this clean attic space. I was totally expecting <laughs> all these posts <laughs> post- yeah. with yarn strung oh. across and like right. pointing the conspiracy, the conspiracy yeah. yarn. Yeah. Well, who is this? Here. Yeah. Well, uh, yes. So Marvel's Cinematic University dot com not connected with the podcast there's a podcast with the same name oh. yeah uh, but i have been around for years and years um but yeah so so if you go there i've been posting as as i can kind of i, I decided i started uh uh like a 2000 word spe- like mega theory like i wanted to like swing big what's what's phase four phase five and phase six six going to be what's the next big arc um, and so I went Secret Wars and I started writing this like, you know, here's how it's all connected. Maybe it'll be 2000 words. And I'm at uh, like something like 20,000 words. You split it up in the parts, right? So you're at part I had five to. now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm up to five and now I'm going to add Loki. Like I'm, I was going to kick over into Dr. Strange, uh, but now I'm going to add Loki. And I tried to do it all before anything came out and it, I just wrote so much. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but the, the mega theory, yeah, the me- mega theory is that they're, they're going into secret mm-hmm. wars um, and phase four. I won't dive into the whole thing, but you can ask questions if you want to go to the website. Right. Um, Phase four is sort of this uh, introduction to what an incursion is, you know, the new secret wars, if you follow that kind of the idea of the multiverse is is imploding in on itself. Right. Um, And I kind of deal with Steve going off uh, to a different timeline and Wanda, you know, trudging into the multiverse on a search for her kids and how that just kind of mucks up. The multiverse and by the end of phase four everything's a mess um and we go into phase five which which when i get to it we'll talk about dark rain so if you follow the mm, whole dark rain saga nice. i think all of you know an act two is always the low point for the heroes so here we get into dark rain where you know we're already seeing zemo and u.s agent um and all these kind of villains rise to power or prominence um and, and I think we'll lead into that. So our sequels will kind of deal with with the villains kind of in power and uh, and glorified, um, which will then lead into phase six, which will be Secret Wars, Battle Worlds kind of craziness. Right. Um, and I think that helps introduce Fantastic Four. I think that helps Dr. Doom, Dr. Doom, like all those kind of characters in there. And I and, and I start. Yeah. To your point, Jeff and Vita, like. 
you know, the pins and the thread. (laughs) There's so much going on. And I know... 90% 90% of it will be wrong, but, uh, but <laughs> yeah, it's that's part of the fun, pretty though. fun. Yeah, but that's the fun, fun of speculating yeah. is coming up with some of the ideas and then hoping, uh, you know, waiting to see if, uh, if some of that comes true, it's kind of fun. I, I did, I did a similar thing during the prequels. I, I, I thought for sure I knew exactly how Mace Windu was going to go out. Uh, I, I had this great scene written up, you know, just stuff that was going to happen. And, and then the movies came well, out and they weren't as good as my ideas, yeah, but, <laughs> it, but it, I, whole, uh, Okay. <laughs> the whole world was disappointed with how Mace Windu left. The whole right? world. Yes. Yeah. Anybody that liked how he got he went. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so far, I think we've 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 now proven that anyone who falls from a great height in Star Wars never actually back. dies. Anyway, right. so Mace Windu is still alive. We know I this. Mean, Darth Maul came back multiple. Right. Times. Everybody has come okay. back from his, from those Emperor. falls. Yeah. yeah with the Emperor. Emperor. <laughs> Everyone. Emperor. Fall in a hole. Yeah. You you're okay. It's fine. Yeah. It's Star Wars. Perfectly. As fine. long as you don't see them fall to their death. Yeah. Just fall. Right. So, so yeah, so that's, um, if you're, if you're tuning in, make sure you check that out. There's some really interesting, uh, speculation that Tom has made there. Uh, so let me ask you then, uh, because this is, I think what a lot of people really are hoping for. And Utah, you mentioned it, the fantastic four, or were you, Tom mentioned it, but Dr. Doom, how do we get Dr. Doom in there? Which, which that was what you mentioned, Utah. Um, uh, where do the mutants come from? Like, I, I actually thought maybe that WandaVision was going to kind of introduce the mutants. I thought we were going to get that so that was my prediction that never happened um uh, but I, i'm okay with that unlike some of the fan titled uh, folks that are out there um <laughs> who went nuts when their predictions went wrong i can't wrong. believe evan peters blah, blah, blah. i totally still love that show i don't care that it didn't meet what i thought was going to happen yeah, um but I, but it's fun to speculate i love to try and see if we can predict where these things are going and then when they completely like uh, usurp those ideas. I love that. Like to me, that doesn't disappoint me because no. it's like, if I knew what was going to, it's kind of like every time, remember when walking dead first premiered and we kind of thought we knew everything that was going to happen because it happened almost like the comic book. And then they switched things up and Shane lived longer and, and, you know, uh, died in a different way. Yeah. yeah. When all of that stuff happened, I was like, okay, this is great. And then when something did go with the comic book, that became a surprise, even though I was supposed to expect, it so they keep like uh kind of because they don't want if, if you if you really want just what you saw in the comic book or the book and you go to see these yeah. things just read the book again why just what read, yeah it's uh, you know they need to let them explore a little bit let, we're seeing this through another artist's eyes another artist has taken a stab at this um don't get me wrong i still think some stuff that comes out that is you know deviates too much is terrible i mean you can have that opinion but but, you know, the world's not over, guys. Let's just I still have yeah. we still have it. Right. Um, but yeah. So uh, the mutants didn't come out in there. Fantastic Four wasn't introduced. The engineer that she was kept mentioning wasn't Reed Richards. <laughs> like these are things that we were all hoping would happen. So what do you where do you guys think the mutants fit in to this phase? And I'll let you obviously share Tom and then we can chime in if we have sure. ideas, but I'll, I'll let you share kind of how you think the mutants fit into this new phase based on your, uh, speculative, uh, powers over there. Magical. Yeah. And, and I, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't dug in deeply yet cause I can't figure it out myself, but my guess is, is really it's, it's Dr. Strange. And when we start diving into different universes and, mm-hmm. and the idea of secret wars for me is really bringing, you know, it's, it's flashpoint. To, to your point, I, uh, Aaliyah, like it's bringing all of these universes together into one kind of prime 
prime mm-hmm. universe, um, at least with the mutants and the and the the uh, Fox properties, right? So, so my guess is that it maybe gets planted there if they land in uh, in that world in in a in a Fox world. Um, but I bet you we don't see obviously because we know Phase Four for the most part that we won't really see the X Men until Phase Five, maybe one or two characters. I mean that we have the Princess Bar right in Madripoor, so Madripoor. Yeah. That's first a great little, little like taste of uh, places we couldn't go before. Um, my, my, my kids hate it when I, we're watching these shows and I'm like, oh, I do this. And I'm like, because they're like, what now? And then yeah. it's like, they, we know a pause is about to occur because right. he's going to, he has to tell us why yeah. this thing. Um, but I'm just like, what I is did, when they, Madripoor? So Madripoor is a, so, well, it's significant in, in Marvel in lots of ways, but it's also very much a mutant kind of, uh, and a lot of the mutant stories take place there in particular, one particular mutant who I absolutely adore. That's right. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Who is very good at what he does, but uh, what he does isn't very nice. Isn't Wolverine very nice. Uh, spends a lot of time in Lowtown in Madripoor in his legend and his history and his past. And so when they mention that, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, if they mention if there's some like clause or mention of a guy or something like that, man, I cannot. Uh-oh. Like, I, I got goosebumps when they said Madripoor, because yeah. to me, that's and and again, I feel like it's just they're just planting these little seeds. Evan Peter. They planted a seed, um, you know, and, and the, uh, you know, they gave us these little seeds and Madripoor is just a seed. So I know it, like you said, it's probably not happening for another phase or two, um, but, we'll yeah. but that's, this is another step yeah. and I'm very and I, excited. But I didn't know Absolutely. about the princess bar before, but that's, that's Wolverine owns the princess bar. So the fact that they show the princess bar is like, is pretty big. And the mutants kind of, you know, the X-Men kind of hang out there. Yeah. They're in match for So that, that's pretty cool too. But I'm also curious about what they're planning to do with this new mutants. You know, I did go, I went and saw the movie. Oh, the movie. Yeah. Oh, the movie. yeah. yeah. Where does that I'm fit planning, in? Yeah. I'm very curious about that, especially because, um, what's her name? Uh, let me see. Anya Taylor, she her power is very much um, like she is able to like kind of go within this universe and yeah you know I can't I don't really I, I don't really know what her power is but I know I remember seeing this like world that she created within her mind you know which character well, did is, she play yeah what character I haven't seen it um, Juliana or Moonstar. Uh, I think she was Moonstar. No, hold Moonstar on. Sun. Moonstar. Moonstar. Uh, she was magic. Excuse me. Magic. Oh, magic. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So limbo. I mean, that's another way in, right? So, and we didn't yeah. talk about this, but in uh, America Chavez shows up in Doc in Doctor Strange too. So we've got another dimension hopper um, in our midst too, and another young Avengers who get closer to yeah. the whole team being together. But it, it could be interesting at that point with Ilyana too. Um, and her ability to, to go between dimensions, you know, you start seeing ways that you can kind of tie all these universes together. We do wonder if, if the new mutants will make it though, because that or the movie the new mutants will make right. it because it, it was a, it was a Fox property. Um, when, right. when they yeah, bring, how much, well, the, how much of the Fox properties, the, obviously the characters are coming in, but we're going to get a new right. Wolverine. We're going to get right. new everybody. So yeah. the new mutants may get a new introduction. I mean, we have no idea. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. I, yeah, not, not sure. Uh, 
when we'll get it, when we'll get a full X-Men team, but, and yeah. they, and they could surprise us, right? Like all of a sudden, you know, here they are. So. I think, I think they will, I think it will hold off for as long as they can because they, it has to be right. Like this is one of those things they don't want to screw it up. They're definitely going to, because people are going to be, have such high expectations of it. Like Hugh Jackman set a bar as Wolverine. And so the first announcement of someone as Wolverine is going to be, it's going to polarize the entire internet. You're going to be, have people who be like, there'll be the people who are like, Ben Affleck will make a great Batman. And the people who are like, Batfleck, what? You know, that's what's going to happen with Wolverine. I mean, it just is right. People are going to hate it. He'll be like a great Wolverine. Half the people are going to hate it (laughs) and half the people are going to love it. You know, it's just, what's the right answer. There isn't one, unfortunately, like they're just going to have to. And so I feel like they're going to, they're going to wait until they're absolutely sure. Like this is what we're going to do because they, that, that, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to blow the X-Men. No. Right. And I don't think they want to fall into the same trap that Sony did where they like rebooted Spider-Man. How many years after? Yes. Yeah. Two, maybe. Yeah. Right. Still. So people are still, you know, the the previous version is still fresh in people's minds. Mm -hmm. And so I think you're right. I think they're going to wait a long time so that, you know, Hugh Jackman's image can fade a little bit. He never will fade completely. He's just amazing. Um, But, you know, will people will be far enough away from it that they may be more willing to accept that, okay, it's time to, you know, pass the torch, pass the blade, <laughs> pass, yeah. pass, pass the claws, pass the claws yeah. to the next guy. Um, but yeah, and, and really, you think about it, Marvel's doing pretty amazing without mutants and arguably their second most known franchise mm-hmm. in the yep. comic universe, right? So there's really no rush. So Right. Right. They're not in a, they're not in a hurry. We're in a hurry. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we are, but they're not in a hurry. Like we want it so bad that we're seeing that we're seeing mutants everywhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, one division. Like, I'm like, oh Oh, hey, wait, that guy's sunglasses broke a half. There's only one. It's like, <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So that's going to, that's going to be amazing. Um, the only other thing I kind of want to obviously uh, point out and, and just some, some thoughts about uh, obviously um, this is not until next year, but uh, Black Panther two continuing without Chadwick Boseman is, is obviously uh, bittersweet. Um, we're yeah. grateful that it's going to continue, um, but it's obviously going to be hard i mean i mean when those op- when that opening credits roll it's already gonna be how many let me ask you this how many of you thought for a split second when they were showing wakanda at the beginning of this episode if that they were going to address the fact that like i didn't know it was a flashback when i saw we were in wakanda i was like oh my gosh are they going to address the oh, fact no, that no, t'challa yeah. is dead i was yeah. like what is happening and then it was a flashback and i was like, okay but <laughs> but i was i was no i mean way. I, but my, my reaction to seeing that was like visceral. Like I was like, yeah, Oh my gosh, yeah. we're going to, this is it. Wakanda. Oh no. So when that movie comes out, it's going to be the same thing, right? As soon as that mm-hmm. title screen comes up, you're just going to be like, okay, how, how are we going to, how's this going to be addressed? Right. And this is going to be an emotional roller coaster at the beginning. And well, you, um, you practically start with a funeral, you know? Yeah, you have to, and you have to, you have to let people, it. yeah. I have to be, let people kind of walk through that grief. And I think, mm-hmm. I think that'll be the hardest part of that, that film is that it, it will be, sort of a, a celebration of Chadwick and that character. Although I do think, and, you know, I'm hopeful that it goes to Shuri. Um, yeah, same here. 
you know, because mm. it, it happens in the comics. And I think she's good. At, I don't know her name, but she's a great actress. And I think it's powerful. Yeah. To have that have that happen. But I think you can't I think you can't get through that movie if you don't kind of celebrate the character and and the man and i hope like i hope they give t'challa the same the same illness that chadwick had and just kind of let let that be the thing that gets him you know mm, it's not yeah. it's the thing that gets everybody in a way right it's the thing that you can't be right. even as a superhero it's almost the uh jim starlin captain marvel you know which is just as powerful where right you know captain marvel dies of cancer like it's yeah. the thing that takes down one of the most powerful superheroes ever um so they could kind of follow that model um, i think that's that's yeah. genius actually yeah and then, but I, you know, I think you still, it's still Marvel. You still want an adventure. You still want to kind of pass that to the next character who, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's sure he kind of takes that up. And maybe mm-hmm. Sam comes in. Wouldn't it be great to have sure. like Sam kind great. of figure out that, you know, he can take on this, this mantle and comes in and kind of helps Shuri understand that she can also take on this mantle and, yeah. and, you know, not mentor her, but at least support her in the way that he supports, you know, other, other characters. And, and like, you can kind of do this and, and have her go on and, and be that character. It'd be great. It'd be great. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So lots of stuff happening in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it is just uh, not enough. Not enough stuff. Never enough. Never enough. I mean, yeah. let's. I think. I mean, I said it at the beginning. This is. I mean, just the first. You know, uh, for first three phases or whatever we just went through through the End Game has has never happened ever before probably won't again um well i mean hopefully it is like this is it again happening like my point is like no nothing's ever coordinated that many movies and that many stories all to tell one come one final conclusion no one has ever attempted anything like that before it's an achievement that 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 they even pulled it off um and now here they are doing trying to basically kind of do it again but include including uh television using all these different mediums to tell these stories and i I just it's phenomenal and i think you know we won't get into it but dc needs to kind of get on the ball right um give us something some sort of coherent (laughs) thing to follow um well they do they need to give us something coherent to follow i that is not to say i didn't enjoy some of the things that they put out that is not what i'm saying what i'm saying is i i um and and they don't have to mimic marvel that's not the idea either because they're kind of doomed if they do and do if they don't right because if they do if they start trying to do the same thing marvel did everybody like well you're just copying marvel and if they don't do it people are like why aren't you more like marvel it's kind of like being the the younger brother right in the family and and it's like every time you try to do something they they criticize it and that's unfortunately dc it's they're in that place because marvel got there first and they did it amazingly and dc dropped the ball they just did when they had the chance to do something with it um but uh you know i have high hopes for dc but you know as utah said earlier i was definitely a marvel kid growing up um so for me this has been like my 
you know, seeing my, all those comics I read as a kid, uh, just coming to life. It's phenomenal. And so I've just, uh, really enjoyed, uh, the whole Marvel cinematic universe. It's been fun talking about it with you guys here tonight, Tom, thank you for being on the show. We appreciate you coming by. We know that we, uh, I know that you do a lot of research into that and I want people to know about your website. So share it again. Sure. It's Marvel cinematic university. Uh, dot com. So go there. I'm on Facebook. You can find it on Facebook too. It might be Marvel Cine Move or something like that. But look it up. Yeah. And you'll find me. Um, and then as I post, uh, I'll share it there. Yeah. And so, yeah, Tom does some intensive research and uh, has some really cool ideas on what could happen. And again, it's just it's just for fun. I mean, people it's not like he's he's and I've known Tom for a while now. He's not one of those. He's yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not one of those who gets really disappointed if his ideas don't come to fruition, because um, the worst some again, maybe the worst thing is is everything you said comes true. And then you're not surprised by anything. No, you won't enjoy it as much. You like when you say oh it's gonna go this way and then you go oh they did it way better than i thought yeah why didn't i think of that yeah exactly oh man so uh anyway thank you for tuning in to the podcast is real utah Aliyah. thank you for being with me again as always uh this is the official podcast world gun geek we're here live every other sunday and every thursday to provide pop culture entertainment in the form of a podcast or our audience interactive game nights which we're doing on thursday and tom are you coming this hope Thursday? So. Are you able to? So. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully Tom's going to join us for game night this Thursday. Uh, we play Jackbox games. Please check that out. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, uh, doing all of that. Make sure you subscribe, like, follow, or whatever function happens to be where you're enjoying us. Uh, we're on all of three of those with our live streams. And uh, if you're looking for our podcasts, those are uh, on all the major platforms. Just search World Gone Geek. And if you, as I mentioned before, if you'd like to support our shows and our efforts here, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash World Gone Geek. You can throw up a few bucks to help us keep the lights on so to speak we're working on some perks but i am sending out stickers to people who support us so if you happen to do that uh make sure you put your twitter in there and follow us so that i can uh send you a sticker um if you happen to throw some uh a donation up through the coffee buy me a coffee thing um and if you don't have twitter um you can contact me at jeff at worldgonegeek.com and if you can show me that you i want you to get a sticker i really do um if you if you donated i want to get you a sticker so send me an email and uh, your screenshot of what you did and uh, we'll get you a sticker. We want you to message him on the AOL messenger. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm on MySpace. You might even get into one of my top eight spaces. Um, One of his top MySpace. That's right. Call into the Cleveland bolt. Exactly. Well, big things on the way here at World Gone Geek, folks. Fun things, new shows, new antics, new games. Don't miss a single second. Subscribe, follow, like all the things. Follow at World Gone Geek on all the social machines, including TikTok. We're on there now, too. Content coming soon. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. We appreciate you, each and every one of you. Thank you for being here. The podcast is real. Is a World Gone Geek production.